0: Welcome to Zach Solved Mysteries, the most important podcast you'll ever hear in your life.
1: I know enough about most things to be inaccurate about everything.
0: We're not just a podcast; we're an experience.
1: This story, f-ks, dude.
0: Prepare to have your life transformed. Because not listening to us could be a grave mistake.
1: You must wake up every day and say, today's the day someone's going to murder me.
0: We're not just tackling the classic mysteries of the past. We're rewriting history itself.
2: Robert Stack, I think, had dirt on people.
0: Forget everything you thought you knew about unsolved mysteries. Or any sort of mystery.
1: Maybe there were giants. Who knows?
0: Who cares? Subscribe now to Zach Solve Mysteries anywhere you get your podcasts. Get solved.
2: Ha <laughs> mystery solved, my bitches.
0: Scroll and Dagger presents Quest of Ruin. Episode 8, The Price of Survival.
2: Hello, and welcome back to Quest of Ruin, the post-apocalyptic fantasy role-playing podcast. I am your host and game master, and these are the players. Yay! What is up? So, last time got a little dicey when you came up against a whole nest of gorgons. Yep, we need to stop and rest soon. I'm on, like, 5 HP. Who will soon, don't be a baby. Hey,
3: you're not the one about to drop.
0: Actually, I could, I could do with a rest as well. Wait, what? What about your Orc Endurance? Yeah, that's the only reason I'm not dead. Damn.
3: Oh, damn.
2: Okay, so you guys make a break for it as best you can. Uh, After a while, um, after you've been running for a good way, you look back and see that there are no Gorgons coming after you.
0: Thank God. Why, though? What? Well, if someone basically broke into my house, I wouldn't just let them go. Especially if I was a whole mob of Gorgons. Actually, yeah, that is a bit weird.
3: Well, if you want to go back and ask for them, you can go for it. I am going to sit back and chill.
2: (laughs) Do any of you want to go back?
0: No. (laughs) Yeah, right.
2: (laughs) All right, then. Um, So you find a small copse of trees that will give you a bit of shelter. Uh, You make a fire and bed down for the night.
3: Good to know our packs and gear and stuff survived.
2: Uh, Oh, yeah, good call. Uh, Thank thank you for reminding me. (laughs) Could everyone roll me a check for outdoorsmanship?
4: Most of the rations are spoiled.
2: Ugh, great. How much do we have left?
4: Enough for maybe three days. I can pad that out a bit by hunting, but I don't think there's much game here. Three days would get us back to Stoneham. Yes, but then what?
2: We can't get into the city, and the gods alone know if there's anywhere else we can find food or work.
1: Maybe we can try looking west? There's that big forest you showed me on the map.
2: You mean Darin? That's over a hundred miles away. Further, actually, since we'd have to go around Stonehelm.
4: Look, dwelling on things isn't helping anyone. It's late, we've had a long day. Let's just turn in for the night and we can think about all this in the morning.
2: Uh, all right, I'll, I'll take first watch.
4: <sighs> what? Have you been up all night?
2: I couldn't sleep. Thought I might as well just let the rest of you carry on.
4: Still, you shouldn't have taken the whole watch by yourself.
3: In fairness, I wasn't sleeping.
4: (sighs) I think I
5: got uh, perhaps two hours. (laughs) Well, I suppose at least one of us got a good night's sleep.
3: Were you all thinking about it too? Don't see how I couldn't. Three days worth of food and nowhere inside of three days we can get to.
2: It is rather a sobering thought.
1: I agree. Yeah, God's above. Bit of a nasty situation you've landed yourselves in. Luckily, I might have a solution for you. Who are you? Hmm. Oh, right, that thing. <laughs> um, I guess you can call me Tesha. That's not your real name, is it? No such thing.
5: That is the name of my people. But you
2: are no Ashlander.
1: No, you're right. I'm not. See?
2: You're a human.
1: Smart boy. There are still some of us around.
3: What are you doing here?
1: Now there's the good question. I'm here to help. Like I said. But where did you come from? I didn't see or hear you coming. Did you not? Extraordinary. I came from right over there. This lady is weird. Oh, a lady am I.
5: Oh, we do apologise. How do you
2: identify?
1: (laughs) Honestly, I don't care. Been going so long that none of that really means anything to me anymore.
2: Right, well, lovely as this conversation has been, we really need to figure out what we're going to do next.
1: You're not listening, smart boy. I'm here to help you. There's actually a place within a day's walk of here where you can get everything you need.
2: A human village?
1: Yes, indeed. Small, out of the way place, simple folk. Managed to avoid the worst of the war.
5: And you know where it is?
1: I do. And will you tell us? I won't.
4: Ugh, typical.
1: Why not? Because I need something first. A job? Why didn't you just say so? I haven't had a chance to talk with other people for a while. Sorry, I was just enjoying myself a bit.
2: So, what's the job?
1: There's another place. A town. Not too far away.
2: Why don't we just go there?
1: Sorry, should have been clearer. This town wasn't so lucky. It's been abandoned for years. Oh, not no, another one.
5: We've just escaped an abandoned town.
1: Yes, well, there are quite a few of them around. It was called the War of Destruction for a reason, you know. Don't worry, no Gorgons in this one.
5: Wait, wait, wait.
3: You know about the Gorgons?
1: Ah, who knows about anything.
3: Oh. So why do we need to go to this place?
1: Because that's the job. You go there... And I'll tell you where the village is.
3: But
5: why do we need to go there? What is in this town?
1: Maybe nothing. I just need you to go there.
2: But why?
1: That's not the deal, smart boy. You go there, and I tell you where to go so you don't die out here in the tundra.
2: So we just go to this place with no idea of what's there. Hmm. Well, thank you, but no thank you. We won't be doing this. We'll find that village you talked about by ourselves.
1: You can try. Doubt you'll find it, though. <sighs> you have to know exactly where you're going. You start heading in the wrong direction, and you end up miles out, in the snow, freezing to death. But no, go for it. I'm sure you'll do fine. Unlikely. I
4: agree. Therefore, I think we have to do this.
3: Don't see that we have much choice.
4: I don't like it any more than you do, but I don't see what our alternative is. Ugh. <sighs>
1: So where is this place? There it is. Lovely, huh? Perhaps. Once.
5: Sands preserve us. What
2: happened here? Nothing that didn't happen all across Tor. Truly, the wrath of the Harbinger is a terrible thing. You have no idea.
1: Yes, yes, it's all very tragic, but that's where I need you to go. You still ain't said what we're meant to do there. Oh. It will be obvious once you get there. And I suppose you're not coming with us? I'm afraid not. Not allowed, you see. But good luck. What do you mean not?
2: Where's she gone? What? She disappeared! Was it magic? Ugh, that's all we need. More human mages.
5: You two apparently need reminding that humans cannot use magic. But what else could it be? I don't know. But whatever they did, it was not magic.
1: Maybe they were a ghost!
3: That's a possibility. There have been quite a few reported ghost sightings up here, especially since the war.
2: Well, ghost or not, we might as well get this business done. Whatever this business turns out to be.
1: Ashes and bone. Looks worse close up, don't it?
5: Indeed. I wonder just how long it has been empty.
4: Since the war, probably. Hard came through this way, or tore through, and... Any who survived just didn't want to stay.
3: Can't say I blame them. Look at this place. It'd be easier to build a whole new town than try and repair all this.
4: You are right, Varee? Hmm? Oh, yes.
3: It's just...
5: We heard stories back in the Ashen Plains of the things that happened in the war. How destructive the Horde was. I don't think I ever really understood the level of it.
3: I suppose we've not been to the places that were hit worse by the war. You go further west, the more you see places like this.
4: Well, no need to dwell on that now. We have a job to do, assuming we can figure out what it is.
2: Hmm, quite. Let's have a look around. There'll probably be some kind of record of local events in one of the official buildings. That might be a good place to start.
3: Right. I believe we'll find the mayor's house in the town hall up that way.
1: Danny,
2: quicker. We still don't know what we're facing here. Best not use anything we don't need to until we get a better idea.
3: Hmm. And uh, and you think we will get that idea here? I do. My guess is that Tesho wants us to find something here. Maybe there was a curse put over the town or something. Whatever it is, local records might point us to it. Unless you have a better idea.
5: I do not.
3: Right. Look for an office or a study. Any luck?
4: This is just the bedroom. Kitchen over here.
5: My friends, I believe I have found it.
1: Blimey, kept it clean, didn't he?
3: So much the better for us. Should make things easier to find.
2: It might not do as much good after all. Whoever this mayor was, he was clearly an enthusiastic reader. This is all references, catalogues, and what appears to be dwarven poetry. My word.
4: Hey, over here! You alright, Aeolin? This looks like a record of everything that's happened in this town. Anything interesting?
3: Hmm. It's mainly marriages, festivals, records of crimes and criminals, and their sentences, um, until... Well...
4: The Horde?
3: I, um, say's here... The 341st day of the year 2120 of the Fifth Age, the Horde has come to Snowbury as the cursed wizard Veverix said they would. We have sent out to the Lord Hammer, requesting aid and also, in desperation, to the great Lord of Stonehelm and the dwarfs beneath the Blackstone Mountains. So far, all our requests have been answered with silence. We have barred the gates, but cannot hold them for long. Even now, I hear their drums pounding beyond. This terrifying beating is joined by the howls for destruction of the Harbinger's servants. I shall not sleep tonight. The 343rd day. The gate is breaking. I have sent those I could out of Snowbury to take refuge where they can. I wonder if I have done right by them. I do not see how they can outrun the horde. Would it have been kinder to let them at least die in their homes... Instead of adding the snow. How strange to think of kindness now. Surely such a thing will not survive these dark days. What is kindness against such mad, furious destruction? The gate is broken. They are in.
4: Sense below. Is that all of it?
3: Er, no. There's one more entry. In a different hand. The 354th day of the year 2120. Today we buried the town. Those few of us who were left, the grave was so wide it made me shudder to look upon. My father was among them, as well as my brothers and many others I have known since childhood. Frida, a girl I once thought I'd marry, stared up at me with eyes empty of life until the soil covered them. I hope wherever she is gone, it is a place warm and free of suffering. She has earned that. Many of us are leaving. We can't stay. We will try for Stonehelm, in the hope the elves will take pity on us. The others say we are mad, that we will not make it. The butcher, Wymond, is especially vocal in this belief. We have not the food or supplies, he says, and will surely die before we get there. I have not had a rested night since the whore came, and every time I close my eyes, I see Frida looking up at me and hear the screams of Snowbury dying. I dearly hope that he is right. It ends there. Do you think they made it? Did you see
2: many humans in Stonehelm Ashlander? No. I think this poor soul got their final wish. Is, is there any more?
3: Doesn't look like
2: it.
1: So? What? Is that it? That's what the lady wanted us to find out? That this place was wrecked by the Horde? I could have
4: told her that by just looking at it! No, I don't think that's it. There must be more.
3: Well, not here there isn't. Perhaps it is something to do with uh, this fellow here mentioned at the end.
2: Uh, The butcher, uh, Wymond. Mm, Why not? I don't see that we have any
3: other leads. Where would we find a butcher's shop? In a place like this. Over there. You see that open square? My guess is that was the market district.
4: Okay, I see how to get there. Let's go. I think... Ugh. Ugh. Oh. I think this is... Yes, yes, I think you might be right.
3: Guessing the butcher didn't clean up before he left.
5: I suppose we must go in, yes?
4: Is there anything you can do about that smell?
2: Uh, probably not without burning the shop down.
4: I'm all in favour of
1: that.
2: Perhaps... After we make sure there's nothing that we need to know in there.
1: I mean, all I was thinking we could just go back and tell this Tesha that we didn't find anything. Take the directions and go. Oh, I
5: doubt that would work, my little friend. I believe they know something is in here. Uh, they were just unwilling to tell us what it is.
1: Ah, spoil sport.
4: Come on. Oh, the sooner we get it done, oh, the sooner it's oh, the sooner it's over. Be- oh, be- don't just wander off.
2: Ashlander, you might at least illuminate the place. I can barely... Oh,
4: I think I just stepped in something.
5: Hardly surprising. It doesn't look like this butcher was a tidy
3: fellow. I don't see what we're likely to find here. It's just rancid meat, rusty tools and...
1: And a journal. What? Yeah, I was having a reach around in the back room. Found this.
3: Give
4: it
5: here. I am. I am not sure about this. I mean, a record book is one thing, but this is a private channel.
4: I know, but it might be what we need to understand what happened here.
5: Let's just take a look. May we do so, perhaps away from the mess in here?
2: Um, yes. Yes, that that might be best.
4: (laughs) Oh, Oh, fresh air. Hmm, okay. So it looks like this is after those people left town. It says... Though we can never return to how things were before, the people are making an effort. The biggest concern right now is food. We have some set by, what would have been enough for the Winter's End Festival. Though, of course, now no one feels much like celebrating. It will serve for now, but I don't see it lasting long.
3: Sounds like they're in a desperate situation.
5: I do not understand why they did not just leave.
4: They probably couldn't days away from anywhere in the middle of winter it doesn't sound like they had much food to spare. They definitely didn't have the food to spare. Listen to this. Stocks run out faster than I thought. Russians are making do for now, but they won't last for long. I've asked Hubert to try and venture further afield. Maybe if he gets a little further away from the path of the Horde, he'll find more luck. I must hope so. The people must be fed. Who's Hubert?
2: I'd guess at a hunter. The idea was probably to go further into the wild where there'd still be game to catch.
3: Well, looks like it worked. I mean, the shop was full of meat. Uh,
4: I'm not so sure.
3: What? Yeah, I saw- Listen.
4: Hubert has tried, but has been unsuccessful. People are starving. I am starving.
3: But then, how? Next
4: entry. William has left. I've been told he's going to try and follow the others who went to Stoneham. I wish him luck. He left at the wrong time, though, for Hubert has had success at last. He arrived back last night with several choice cuts. He said he found some wild pigs. He even started butchering. He said to make my job easier. He said the meat was good, and he was right. The meat is good.
3: Well, uh, there you are. He found some pigs. That explains all the meat. But then,
1: why is the town empty?
3: What does the next entry say?
4: Hubert has taken some words to go with him on his next hunt just a few but now that we have the supplies so we send out more hunters I do know of course I do I may not be a wise man but I can string events together Martin and his wife disappear yesterday this morning Hubert and his boys arrive back in town carrying two freshly skinned carcasses each one on a pole carried between two of them they said they were pigs but their limbs were too long I'm not going to make a fuss we do what we must do and we must survive, at least until spring.
3: You don't think. Buttergrud.
4: I'm gonna be sick.
2: Is there more?
4: Yes, um. The meat. The meat Hubert brings me. It's like it's singing to me. It's beautiful. The Galen family left for Stormhelm, and now we eat better than we ever have, since even before the horde came. But Venor is stirring trouble. He says he doesn't believe they left because they never told him. Hubert should have known those lot across the way have always been close. Not sure why he's making a fuss though. Him and his daughter are fed, aren't they? All the people in this place are fed now, but I don't care about any of that anymore. I find myself pacing the shop when I don't have meat to work on. Hubert should be here soon with more. I wonder, left. I wonder who left for Stoneham today. Maybe I should tell him about Venor when he gets here. But the meat is calling and there is work to do.
5: I do not think I want to hear it anymore.
2: I must admit, I think I agree with the Ashlander.
4: All right, we'll... No. Eolen,
3: This is it. This is what we were supposed to find. How do you know? I suppose I don't. Not really. I just have a feeling. Maybe this isn't the main thing. But I know this has to be important.
4: I I don't think I can keep reading.
3: I will if you want. Venor found out. He followed Hubert and saw him and his boys at their work. He came to tell me I made a choice. After all, what was all this for if I wasn't going to survive? I pretended to be shocked. Then I went with him and his mob. Bad luck for Hubert and his lads. They were caught in the act. Vina had some rope with him, and they were strung up right then and there. The boys cried as their nooses were put on, said they'd just done what they was told. Vina and the others didn't seem to hear. They did a good job of pretending, pretending they were horrified, disgusted by what Hubert had done, but I noticed they weren't looking too hungry. I suppose that's over now though. Doubt any of them will be willing to do what's necessary, especially not after what they did to Hubert think it's time I moved on. I might have convinced the others that I didn't know what Hubert was doing, but none of them want any meat now. And I'm a butcher. What else is there for me? Perhaps I'll really go to Stonehell. There is something out there. I can feel it. I think I'll go find it.
2: So that's it. That's what we were supposed to find. No. I don't think so.
4: How could there possibly... Wait, think
5: about it. Clearly there is something Tesha wants us to do here. It can't be dealing with this Hubert. He is already dead. And this butcher, from the sound of it, is already gone.
4: Maybe that's it. Maybe Tesha wants us to go after this Wyman and bring him to justice.
3: No, I agree with Verice. Whatever it is she wanted us to do, it's here. And the butcher ain't. Not anymore. But what else could there be? What did the Entity say? This man, Vinod, he lived across from here.
4: Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's right.
5: I think it would be a good idea to look at his house. <coughs> well, <coughs> this is
4: <coughs> unpleasant. There's so much dust. It must be a foot thick.
2: That's not the worst of it. Look. Is that blood?
3: (coughs) It does look like it.
1: It's everywhere.
3: Look at that bookcase.
1: You with the bloody books.
3: Literally. What could have happened here? Looks like a thraka came through.
1: The floor's all sticky.
3: You want to piggyback?
1: Please.
5: Perhaps that man Hubert had friends. Hmm. They came for vengeance maybe.
4: Maybe, but that doesn't explain why we needed to come here. If it was vengeance then they would have left by now, no?
3: And there'd be a body. Or at least something. But there's nothing. Just bloodstains. We should look around more. What's through here? Looks
1: like a kitchen.
5: Wonder that preserve us.
2: Look at the door.
4: Oh my. It's completely smashed. I don't think whatever did this was a human.
2: Look here. A short sword. I think Venor tried to fight whatever it was. I don't think he won.
1: You're a blood for
2: one man. I believe the butcher's journal mentioned
5: the daughter, no? Gods. Wait. What is it?
4: I can smell something. It's still here. What the? (laughs) What
3: in the pit
4: is that?
0: (laughs) Quest of Ruin is a podcast distributed by Scroll and Dagger and licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Share 4.0 International License. Today's episode was written by Gareth Cadogan and C.L. Barry. It was produced by Gina Moriarty and directed by Gareth Cadogan. Original music was produced by Evangelos and Narcissatos. To see the full cast list, view show notes, and ways to support us, visit scrollandagger.com and rate us wherever you find your podcasts. Thank you for
1: listening.
0: Hi, this is Gina Moriarty, Chief Editor of Scroll and Dagger. I'm here to tell you about The Pensive Tower, a brand new podcast we're going to be releasing soon. The world of the Pensive Tower is one recovering from calamity, after an event remembered only as the Great Collapse brought about the end of civilization as it was known and plunged the world into a dark age. Now nearly 2,000 years later, a new society has arisen, and the Pensive Tower was built to house the memories of the people, to ensure such a loss of knowledge never happens again. Join Paxton Ferex as he makes his way through the donated memories housed within the Tower and discovers that the horrors that brought about the Great Collapse might not be such a distant memory after all. Find The Pensive Tower wherever you get your podcasts.